0: yourself, didn't I just hear that not too long ago? (laughs) The answer is yes. Yes, you did. Good morning. It's the morning after with Nicky Big J. It is the 50th of March, 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Issues, Big J. Not the band. No. But uh, if we want to pull back the curtain a little bit, which we like to do here on this this radio show. We like to keep
1: it real. Give
0: you guys an idea. of, you know, listen, it's not like we're out here digging ditches. You know what I mean? Yeah, We're not working for a living by any stretch no. of the imagination. But yet, sometimes there are difficulties. And, uh, and yesterday was one of those days where we were updating a bunch of software as everything uh, in radio these days just runs on uh, one big gigantic server. And so everything was kind of being transferred over as we were upgrading some software and things didn't go as planned yesterday. It took longer than we thought to get it all over. And then when we finally got it over, it, 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 it we're ironing out some glitches, as it were.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the old days, you know, we we had actual CDs and things like that. Um, no, no more. So everything's on the computer, and uh, that's why you didn't hear Jason Drew for a while because we he couldn't you know couldn't be in here to do the stuff. Yeah, no. He, well, he was here. Poor guy. I had to send him <laughs> home. I was like, listen, this thing isn't working. Yeah, yeah. You
0: should go home. So you know what? I'm just gonna be say this. It's gonna be funky for maybe a couple days. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully, we'll have it figured out by today. But that's why you hear things like, why are things happening twice? Sometimes things aren't working at all. Uh, let me ask you this. You had mentioned CDs. Did you work here when it was like CD to CD and you had to play the commercials on something else? Or was everything still no, in the computer? No, okay. no, no. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the time I entered into radio was, I would
1: probably say, the adolescence of automation. Automation. Like, it wasn't the very beginning, but it wasn't, you know, super advanced either. Right. But, um so yeah, no, it, we, there was we had some cart machines for commercials and stuff, or just yeah. J 105 had cart machines, okay. Uh, so I had to use those for a couple things here and there, but it
0: was. Did you have to? Have you ever the a cart? Like, no. put something under there? No, a cart? Okay. I never had to do that. <laughs> did they have the fast cue at least, so that you could fast forward, so that the cart was ready to go yes, next time, yeah, or did yeah. you have to wait for it to play all the yep. way through? Oh, radio, you guys. Carts are the essential essentially like A-tracks if you're thinking about it in your mind. Yeah. They're basically smaller versions of A-track cartridges. And I feel really
1: like a uh, gipped that I missed out on the real to real days because that was the real skill for a lot of people like yourself. I would never have worked of- in
0: radio if not for real to real because I was yeah. really really good at editing real to real quickly. And that's the whole reason why I got my very first full-time job was because that was my job to take phone calls, record them on reel-to-reel. We would have the hosts on one channel and the callers on another channel, and then I had to edit those calls together for air as quickly as possible. That was my whole job, and that was a full-time job picture. And I got paid upwards of $14,000 a year to do it full-time. Bam, bam. Oh, mayday! Morning after with Nick and Big J. Today's show should be a good one, uh, pending any kind of technical difficulties. Kathleen Madigan, the comedian, is going to be on the show in the seven o'clock hour. We have tickets to Soul Asylum, 311, and Local H this Friday to give away. Uh, Big J is going to have some fun with some nerd alert action. It's all on the way. We got some important stuff too, but first, music, music like Space Lord by Monster Magnet, It's tapping right now on the X Rocks.
2: Uh, Launch News Feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Let's do some important stuff. And airlines are having some issues, Big J. Oh, yeah. Issue number one, coronavirus. (laughs) That's what's happening to their flights as United Airlines, Alaska Airlines, Southwest Airlines, all the airlines you could think of. Cutting flights, freezing hiring, asking workers volunteer for unpaid leave. Why? Because demand is way down. Lots of few people are traveling less because of the outbreak. United Airlines said yesterday that it will reduce passenger carrying capacity by 20% on international flights starting in April and 10% in the U.S., making it first U.S. airline to cut domestic flights because of the virus. Meanwhile, Amtrak is intensifying its cleaning pro- protocol for its trains and stations. But Big Jay, who's traveling via Amtrak? I don't know. People have been doing it for years. (laughs) It's waiving change fees on existing or new reservations made before April 30th because of concerns as well. So traveling internationally and now domestically has become an issue.
1: Yeah, but if you want to risk it, you might get some travel in for cheap. True. Because there are a bunch of uh, sales going on right now. In fact, uh, I think Alaska's got some really cheap tickets that you can pick up.
0: (laughs) So uh, if you're looking, you want to risk it, give it a shot. Why not, right? Just don't touch your damn face. You'll be okay. Yeah, stop, you know. Don't cough on other people, and don't touch your face and wash your hands. Don't be a filthy. An- Here's the problem. Every study for the last ten years has told us what filthy animals we are. And now, when it's t- when it's time to actually not be filthy animals, everybody's freaking out. And then you realize how much you touch your face. Well, it's weird to me. It's like, why is everybody buying soap all of a sudden? What were we doing before that we that there was so much soap available? Yeah, we were just weren't washing your hands, you gross sons of gun. I
1: didn't want to, I didn't say this, but last week when the, we first got the news about the coronavirus and, and the th- ways you can prevent it by washing your hands, we had that conversation. Yeah. About how long you wash your hands for? Right. Uh, I, I later that morning went to the restroom. Somebody came in, used the urinal. And did not
0: wash their hands. Gross. And it's somebody we work with. It had to be. It could be. I mean, it could be some. uh... Well, you said it was the morning. So, right? It had to be. It was during the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's somebody we work with. Gross, gross sons of guns. Probably a salesperson. This is how we get sick. All of us.
1: God, man. So, I didn't want to alert you because I figured you would not come to work.
0: I'm not shaking anybody's hand here ever again. Ever.
1: You're all gross. Head nods, I think, are acceptable. You've seen the, the clips Unse- of the Wuhan handshake? Yeah, the, the feet? I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like that. Although I'd probably i probably twist fall my ankle. Over. I would fall over. <laughs> Tom Brady is going to become a free agent in a couple weeks, and he said yesterday uh, that he doesn't know what the future holds, man. The New England Patriots quarterback continued right now, just trying to be patient through this process. It's my first time going through it. ESPN cited sources that he spoke with Bill Belichick recently and talks were quote, business as usual. Now, this is something new to me. I, I don't, I mean, I, I know you can bet on a lot of things, but did you know that Vegas has odds as to which team he's signing with? Sounds cool to me. I mean, I guess it's kind of cool, but that's weird. Like you, you can bet on stuff like that. Like, I mean, that seems like it's easy money for like Tom Brady's family, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a lot of insider trading that can go on there to make Whoa. yourself some serious cash but the the team that's obviously the most he's most favorite to sign with is the uh, New England Patriots but do you know who the number two team is the 49ers yeah Yeah. what do you think about that Mr. 49ers fan? I think it'd be hilarious
1: <laughs> for who Jimmy G for Jimmy Garoppolo I don't think he'd find that funny at all uh, but, yeah. If you really wanted to suit, listen, th- listen uh, is, is as old as Tom Brady is, you put him in that situation last year, they win that Super Bowl. They Whoa. win. They Whoa. win. Whoa. They don't they don't have the problems that they had uh going through the playoffs and, and pushing the ball down the field via the air. With a run game like that, forget about it. Hey, they didn't have any problems in the playoffs
0: up until Well that's the Super Bowl. because he only threw it eight times, Nick. Well yeah, because he that's all, eight he, had times. To do. That's all he had to do. That wasn't a problem though. I mean they yeah, didn't, they yeah, didn't run did all of it, it. It turned out to be a problem, didn't it? That game was never in Well listen, if he makes that one throw, nobody's talking about how bad of a yeah. game he had. Yeah but well, he missed the one throw. That's all it takes. The game of inches, Big J. Adam thrown the ball. Adam Sandler is set to receive the ASCAP Founders Award at the 2020 Pop Music Awards, which celebrates writers and publishers. The ceremony will take place April 28th, and it's presented to songwriters and composers who have made pioneering contributions to music by inspiring and influencing their fellow music creators. How did Adam Sandler do that exactly, Big J? Oh, I'd probably say his albums then, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, I get like like Stevie Wonder, Tom Petty, Dr. Dre, they've all won this. But nobody thinks of Adam Sandler as a musician, do they? I mean, yeah. They, now, the ASCAP cited opera, opera, opera Man and the Hanukkah song as highlights of his musical I hits. Mean, but all Those, those were, have to be huge hits, though. But those were and all huge. on Saturday Night Live.
1: Well, he put them out on albums, not, right? Not
0: Opera Man. A Hanukkah song, y- yes. A redo of the Hanukkah song he put on an album. But... Listen, they just want to give Adam Sandler the award. Or That's they fine. just
1: ran out of people to give the award to. Very fine. I'm sure there's some sort of songwriter
0: sitting at his home going, "What the hell? What? What? What's happening?" Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff, kids. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we are going to do some said nudes action. But first, let's get ourselves some weather, courtesy of Rachel Garceau. Nerd alert on 100.3 The X rocks. Well, if you plan an
1: event or plan to be an event that was scheduled to happen in the near future. It's canceled. Murder! The apocalypse is here. Or <laughs> coronavirus. Uh, while the South by Southwest 2020 Festival is scheduled still to take place, a couple of big names are reportedly taking a pass in the event. Uh, that would be um, Apple and Netflix, who had planned on big panels and premieres for highly anticipated releases like the Beastie Boys documentary that's coming to Apple TV+. Plus. Oh. Amazon has also pulled out of the event as, premiere, uh, as premieres and debuts largely go online instead of in person. As companies try to avoid putting people in unnecessary contact,
0: man. I mean, this, how, this how is long crazy.
1: it's going to go? I don't know. And of course, I, we may have talked about it in the uh, important stuff yesterday, or, or maybe today. James Bond—they're the, moving the movie back to the fall now.
0: Now, now, yeah. So, we're, yeah. Well, I was going to save it for you for for uh, your bad impressions, but I, I figured, like, I mean, they said the coronavirus, but is it because of like production, or is it because like? the title they don't want it to be insensitive I I mean I I don't know I think it was more they were being overly cautious
1: that's what I got about the coronavirus the premieres that were about about to happen. You think it's
0: like the premieres and stuff Uh, the premieres
1: and uh, the the press junket that was about to happen where you have Daniel Craig and all the stars flying all over the place Um, so. I thought it was because the title No Time to Die. I don't know I hope that's not the case we need (laughs) to get over that so uh, those kind of events are going to be cancelled who knows for how long this is going to go on just don't have an idea uh nick twitter is finally dipping into the toes of uh well other companies the company is testing a new feature called fleets which allows users to post tweets that automatically disappear after 24 hours it's like snapchat Right? Uh, for now, Experimental Features is only live in Brazil, but Twitter says it could eventually land in other countries. If fleets do end up becoming widely available, it could fundamentally alter people's, how people interact on Twitter. In practice, uh, fleets are more like Instagram stories than a normal tweet. And by the looks of things, the company's designers took some of the cues from Instagram as well. Uh, like tweets, fleets are text-based, though you can also add photos and GIFs, but the ephemeral posts appear separately from your main timeline. So uh, we'll see how that goes if that comes over in just another thing i mean uh, i like to keep them separate twitter do this
0: instagram do this i i i agree i agree and i don't know if i would ever use fleets i mean you know it's one of those things where uh i tell you what twitter make your tweets editable and then we can talk yeah yeah that would help me big J. So that I don't have to delete something when I make a spelling error, and you, I have to,
1: You you don't hardly. How often do you do that? It only has it, happened once or twice, but it's also uh, every time I do it, it's very annoying. Yeah, here's the thing: I'll tweet something in the morning, and then I'll see Nick look at his phone and start laughing, and I'm like, Oh no, what did I do?
0: And it's usually I just didn't
1: edit and didn't look and didn't, my sausage finger hit a letter. It's that almost
0: always a hashtag that you've misspelled, which is my favorite
1: thing. Uh, let's see, companion pets, Nick, are a fairly standard feature in a lot of games. From Fortnite to Skyrim, you've got an option to have a furry friend accompany you on your adventure. Now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is joining the fray. Don't expect it cute and cuddlies, though. Your operator's companion comes in the form of a Tamaguchi. You, you're familiar with the Tamaguchis? I, aren't they the virtual pets? Yes. Uh, in this case, Tamaguchi. And you feed it with death. Great. Your Tamaguchi is strapped to your wrist. It comes with four moods. Hungry, dirty, unruly, and sleepy. But instead of keeping happy with tasty treats and hugs... Your little guy can only be satiated with kills, objective scoring, kill streaks and wins. If your uh, combat rampages are successful, your Tamaguchi will grow into a child, a teen, then an adult, who will yell at you uh, via online. Fail, and it will uh, eventually wither and die. What that means, I don't know. I I saw this pop up yesterday as I was playing. Uh, in order to get the Tamaguchi uh, wristwatch, you have to pay 1,000 COD points. I'm Is that not- a lot? Yeah, I mean, that's 10 bucks. Okay. I think uh, when you get down to it. So um, I would not do this. I don't know what the appeal is. I've never gotten this whole Tamaguchi, Tamaguchi thing.
0: Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I don't either. I don't know why anybody would do it. But also, I, can I go on the record? Uh, uh, my oldest is playing Wolfenstein 2 currently. Okay. Uh, he likes the first person shooters. Yeah. And uh, he also loves killing Nazis virtually. Amen. Uh, and so uh, he he's playing Wolfenstein too. I'm vi- like I don't like it. I know it's just a video game, but it still puts me off when you have to kill dogs. During the course of the game. Oh. Like yeah. they have a bunch of attack dogs yeah. in that and they're all like German shepherds, of course. But it was like it, it was one of those deals where it's like, Man, he has to kill so many dogs during that, and it's like, God, it's just so off putting. And the way they, they, they squeal, like it's just like I don't, oh, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like I don't like making animals bad guys in games unless they're like, you know, wild animals. That or I monsters
1: get. that were once
0: animals. Yeah, no, that into that's monsters. fine. It's different. It, but it's different when it's like a dog that's just doing what it's trained to do, you know what I mean? Even in a video game, it still puts me De- off. Yeah. Don't do it, guys. There's plenty of other bad guys you can put in video games. You don't have to make it animals, too. Uh, we talked about that during the Call of the Wild podcast where it was like, you know, even though it's it's CGI animals that are getting abused and beaten, it's yeah, still yeah, weird yeah, to yeah, watch. It just, and it's an uncomfortable to watch. Hate that. For sure. There's your nerd alert with a little bit of animal abuse talk filled in. What a treat. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff. Hold on tight for that. Kathleen Madigan joins us next hour. With Nick and Big J. The nose knows, Big J. A new study finds that mothers have extremely sensitive noses when it comes to how their offspring smells, including knowing the scent of puberty. Again, this sounds what? like another superpower to me. Yeah. German researchers found mothers could identify a child's developmental stage by only their scent with an accuracy of about 74%. Wow. They also tended to identify more pleasant odors coming from prepubescent children even when the samples came from older kids. Researchers say the findings suggest that body odors can perhaps even encourage love, affection, and care towards infants and young children. And then while the scent given off by teens could meant to help, you know, basically a mom detach from a kid. One of those things that's just like, gross! Stink! So it makes sense. Kids smell better when they're young and then a lot worse when they're a teenager, right? Exactly. Put some deodorant on everybody. Steph Curry is returning for the Golden State Warriors tonight after being out four months with a broken left hand. The Warriors announced yesterday the two-time MVP could be medically cleared and would be in tonight's lineup against the Raptors. Curry injured his hands when he fell on it during an October 30th game against the Phoenix Suns. And one year after being diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer, Alex Trebek posted a video update for his fans. After noting that the one-year survival rate for patients is 18%, Trebek said, I'm very happy to report I just reached that mark. Now I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days and a lot of not so good days. But I joked with friends that that cancer won't kill me. The chemo treatments will. He said there were moments of great pain, days when bodily functions no longer function, and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it was really worth fighting on. But he said he's taking it one day at a time with a positive attitude and reminds everybody that anything is possible, Big J. Well, that's good. Good for him, man. Yep. Congratulations on a year grad that you uh, hit that mark and keep on fighting, Mr. Trebek, because I love myself some Jeopardy. So want to make sure that, that continues to keep playing. Nick and Big J on
1: 100.3 The X Rocks.
0: We are going to Jacksonville, Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's, it's a sad state of affairs, Big J. I'm, oh, no. try, I'm trying to figure out how bad things must be for you to go this route. And I'll explain it to you for a second. Okay. okay? so we're in Jacksonville, Florida, and there's a row of condos along East Arlington Avenue there. Right. Right. And for the last three days, there was a gentleman that shared a wall with another gentleman that was like, man, there's some weird ass noises coming out of that other house. And and he said that he'd be like, you know, just watching TV. He's retired. He'd just be watching TV or something. And he would hear screaming coming from the other room like pain screaming ah, kind of stuff and he said sometimes it was men sometimes it was women and he's like he's not there to judge but he was like it was getting a bit weird and much and he's like listen i watch a lot of documentaries on netflix it may be time to call somebody about this stuff right yeah so after three straight days he decided to call police he's like listen i'm not trying to get anybody in trouble i'm just hearing some really weird screams coming out of my neighbor's house and so police showed up. They knock on the door and they find Jose Vicente, who has been living in that house for about three months. They do a quick investigation of his house, Big J, and they decide to arrest him. What do they arrest him oh, on? No. Practicing dentistry without a license. Oh, so. Oh, man, that's uh, much better than I thought it was.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't. I was some thinking <laughs> Scarface, like a chainsaw. <laughs> no, it
0: wasn't like a serial killer kind of thing. It was a serial dentist. Now, uh, Jose Vicente does not have a license. He has never taken any dental classes. He just was making some money on the side by taking in people that did not have dental insurance into his house and putting them down in his kitchen table and doing dental procedures on them using tools that he had created. Now, here's where it gets sad and rough. This is the second time he's been arrested for this stuff. Okay. He likes it. Yeah. He got arrested on the same charge back in 2009. He had no license to practice, no proper training in any of this stuff, and he was just going to town. And clearly, because of the screams, Big J wasn't using any anesthet- anesthesia at all either. You understand? No local anesthetic, no nothing. He was mm. just doing dental procedures on people. Ah, my teeth hurt just thinking about I it. I know, right? So oh. here's now. It's it, I don't know if he's some weird, sadistic Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors kind of thing. Or if he thinks he's doing good, but people were complaining too about the work that he was doing. But people kept coming. You understand? You know, I really don't like how
1: this is happening. Okay, but my, my teeth hurt. Will you my help te- me out?
0: Please, just yank it out of my face. That's how bad things have gotten. Take it out. And no, I don't. I don't care that you don't have any anesthetic. But you understand? That's what. That's what I'm trying to figure. Like I've had some toothaches before, and I've had to have root canals, and I've had to have my wisdom teeth taken out, and all that kind of fun stuff. And none of it was good. But I don't think I was ever in the kind of pain where I'd be like, I just need to go to some dude's house, lay down on this table, and let him do what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But people have obviously reached that point where they're like, I ha- this has to stop. I know this guy. Because there's no way you go to a house and realize that you're at a dent. You know what I mean? You can't be that obtuse to go, yeah, I got to go to the dentist. And it's some dude's house, and he lays you down on a table, and he doesn't have it. And then you're like, this is normal. Okay. You, you, can't, you don't even have a chair. You got a table. <laughs> right. Right. Isn't that bad for like the blood going down your throat? I don't know. I'm not a dentist and neither oh, is this by the way, guy.
1: with the homemade tools. <laughs> like who knows what those look like?
0: Who knows if they're sanitized? I mean, honest No, to I guarantee you they're not. Honest to Pete. But they did it. Uh, they had, that's how desperate they were. They had to do it. It wasn't pretty they didn't get it done and if not for some dude arguing about it or calling about his neighbor's screams coming from the house they may not have found out about it at all so we'll see he's being held on $75,000 bond Uh, but I will say this again I know dentistry is expensive god I know, firsthand. but don't go to some dude's house and lay down someplace just to let somebody go to town on you a little bit of medical debt Puts hair on your chest, right, Big J? Pretty much. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Comedian Kathleen Madigan going to be at the Knitting Factory on March the 12th. But first, she's going to be on our show. Calling in next on the X Rock. Soundgarden Burden in my hand here on 100.3 The X Rocks. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Kathleen Madigan is a fair, very funny young lady. She has got a bunch of Netflix specials, a bunch of albums out, and she is bringing her stand-up tour here to Boise at the Knitting Factory on the 12th of this month. That is next week for those of you keeping track. And so it is time we get you motivated to buy some tickets as Kathleen joins us on the show to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including that particular day. Kathleen, good morning. How are things? Things are good. How are things out there in Idaho? We can't complain. We're excited that you're coming back here in a couple of days. Me too. It's been a while. Yeah, so man, i excited. I was going to ask, you know, you've had a chance to do a lot of uh, comedy clubs and do some pretty big tours as well. Is it different or uh, is there anything different about playing like a club or a concert hall like the Knitting Factory is here? Uh- um, I don't, the clubs are a little more intimate, but, like, the bigger it
2: gets, I, I just wouldn't ever want to go, like, arena size. I, th- I think that's really strange for comedy. I mean, people do it, but I think I would feel like I was naked on the stage, like, where are my dancers? Like, <laughs> there's too much space to fill up. I, I feel like when you spend your whole first 10 years
1: of your career in tight, you know, 250-seat clubs to then blast off to Madison Square Garden, is just... Kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, be mind-blowing. And it just released, if I'm not mistaken, your Greatest Bits album. So w- what's it like to have to have something like that put together? Do you ever think you would have a Greatest Bits?
2: No, I never thought I would. And then I just kind of let the people vote. They didn't even know they voted, but like, if
0: you go on iTunes or s- some of the stuff we can see, it shows you the jokes that people download the most. So I just picked those. That's available now. And you're coming to town on March 12th at the Knitting Factory, and it's called the 8 o'clock happy hour tour. I don't know what this is, but as a morning show host, I'm all in because that's (laughs) early, and I like that very much. (laughs) It's because I go see my mom and dad in Florida in the winter, and they kept telling me if if we all can stay up till 8
2: o'clock, we get three drinks for one. I'm like, what? And they were like, yeah, everybody's so old here, Kathleen. The rush is, is, is from 4 to 6.30. So they're trying to lure people out later in in the evening. <laughs> like, dude, well, God, if you were a young person with money and you wanted a drink, this place is heaven because it's just half price all winter long.
1: That, but you know what? The scary part is that's such a real thing as you get older. We're just talking about this morning how we we are getting. We feel like we're super old, and this hits the right buttons for us.
2: Yeah, I, I can't say I can't say I didn't like it. I mean, I, I whenever I go down with my parents, I call it wellness <laughs> It's like. Certain siblings go at certain times just so we're checking on them and making sure they're not completely out of their minds. But I said, you know, I kind of like just getting up at 6 and going to bed at 8.30. It's nice. I feel well rested. I feel healthy. (laughs) We walked a couple miles because that's all old
0: people will do, just a couple. (laughs) Played nine holes of golf, not 18. Everything's kind of cut in half. Love it. <laughs> Kathleen Madigan joins us. She's at the Knitting Factory on March 12th. You can grab your tickets at xrock.com. You're three Netflix specials deep at this point. I imagine you're working on another hour now. That's what this tour is all about. Uh, how about new material for you? Is it, it? Do you have a place that you like to go to work some stuff out? Do you like to do it on the road? What is your kind of style about doing this stuff?
2: I always do it on the road, and then I just sneak it in in between things that I already know work. So, like, if I have, like, five new things I want to try, just make sure they're sandwiched in between, so in case it sucks, I can bail my own self out. <laughs> it's sort of, sort of like being your own spotter on a on a gymnastic beam. Like, I've, I've, got, I've got this covered. I'm not going to let this ship sink. So, that's how I like to do it. I can't do it. Like, I don't write jokes down. Like, I just have words on bar napkins at the bottom of my purse. I don't.
1: <laughs> I've got a very controversial question for you, and you don't have to answer if you want to, but you were recently on uh comedians in cars getting coffee does jerry really drive the car while that's going on or is this one of those other hoaxes that that's out there no i will tell you a hundred percent swear
2: to uh, my dead grandma he is driving that car which is, is a little disconcerting <laughs> when he's also doing the interview and i'm like where are the cameras and then i saw there was one like on the visor of the passenger thing and then I thought, oh, this is going to make us look really fat because of where the camera was. But, yeah, no, he's driving, sorry God. Um, he, he, he likes to drive. He, he he really enjoys cars, you know. I mean, if it was my show, it would be comedians on Clydesdales getting Bud Lights. Yes. <laughs> That's the difference between
0: me and Jerry right there. I'd pick an animal, he'll pick a car. I'll pick a beer, he'll pick coffee. There, there you, you go. go. Kathleen Madigan not in the show. You can check her out at the Knitting Factory on March the 12th. Uh, so much you have done. I mean, so many appearances in Comedy Central. You mentioned the Jerry Seinfeld thing. You've got Netflix specials. I know you don't want to play arenas, but is there anything yet on like your career to-do list, something that you really, really want to do that you haven't had a chance to do just yet?
2: No, because I got to do Canada with Louis Black. I wanted to go all the way across Canada like I've gone across America in a car a million times. I wanted to do it in Canada. And Luke kept saying, you don't want to go through the middle. You don't want to go through the middle. And I said, yes, I do, Louis. I want to see it. And then halfway yeah, so through the middle, I was like, alright, you're right. This is it." <laughs> this is totally boring. We drove 12 hours. I haven't even seen roadkill. Nothing, 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 nothing. It makes Kansas look like Vegas. Um, so that was my big bucket list thing, was to go do that and otherwise i'm pretty content i don't really have I, I know you're not supposed to say that this day and age i don't really have any goals like oprah would slap me in the face for that <laughs> but i just i don't i'm, I'm fresh out of gold i'm good i just like telling jokes and i like traveling and seeing what's going on and you know just hanging out really with people
0: well, you're damn live, good at it.
2: Live
1: people,
0: love it. <laughs> people,
1: that, people that are alive at the show instead right. of like a sit down taping or something. Right, exactly. Well, we can't wait to see you when you come back here to Boise into the Knitting Factory.
0: All right, guys, I can't wait either. Mar- I know where I know where the good bar is downtown. That's Excited. right. That's right. March twelfth is where you can <laughs> catch Kathleen. Make sure you grab your tickets at Xrock.com. Thank you very much for making time for us. We appreciate it.
2: Okay, guys, be good. See right. you.
0: <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Brad Little, Big J. You're familiar with the man, right? Yeah, governor. He sat down and had a uh, conference with top health officials and outlined what's being done to stop the spread of the coronavirus in Idaho. He was there at the Capitol yesterday morning, and he said that there are still zero reported cases of the coronavirus in the state. Several people are being monitored, but no confirmed cases. So the individual risk is low here. However, he says... That it's inevitable. It's going to come. It's going to be here. Inevitable. He said that parents of healthy children should not be concerned about the coronavirus. The greatest risk is for our older population and those with respiratory issues, which we have been saying all along. It's not, you know, if you are of normal health, everything's going to be, I mean, it's going to suck. You're going to have a cold and you're not going to feel great. But it's not going to be deadly to you. It is those that are sickly, have immune deficiency problems, and that are super young or super old.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably the elderly. I mean, and that's the worst part. I mean, if you were, God, if you even think you're sick, don't go in an old folks home, please. Right, exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, In fact, I thought I saw something about them, like, looking at a specific one. Well, the one where in Washington, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of concerns about that stuff. And, you know, nobody wants to get sick, so it's still a concern. It's just not one of those deadly things. The, The catch, of course, is being that while the numbers aren't comparable to pneumonia or the flu, the coronavirus has a higher percentage kill rate. If you get it, it's bad news for you if you are in one of those susceptible kind of circles. You know what I mean? Right. Of people that can get killed by something like that. Little has announced that the state has created an online resource that will help Idahoans with up-to-date information about the coronavirus. Their website is coronavirus.idaho.gov, and updates are also being provided on Twitter. And you can check that out if you like, if you're super concerned. So it's not here yet, but it's coming. And as long as you're healthy, you should be relatively okay. You just want to stay away from people if you have it, which is why they don't want you to spread it. So if you're sick, stay home. Speaking of the coronavirus, the Italian government announced yesterday that every single sporting event in the country for at least the next month will be played without fans because of their outbreak. It's the worst in Europe in Italy. Most of these events are soccer matches, but there's also rugby matches against England and Rome on March 14th and Italy is set to play South Korea in the Davis Cup tennis qualifier this weekend in Sardinia and they're just going to not allow anybody in to check it out. So it's going to be the quietest sporting events ever. Probably kind of nice for the people that play, right? Yeah. Shut up and play. I wonder if they'll play music and stuff still. You know what I mean? Like they do at sporting events to get people pumped up? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody will be there to see it. If a tree falls in the woods, Big J. Not like you were going to watch the soccer matches anyway, right?
1: No, only in the final score movie.
0: Big J, William Shatner has been mentioned on the show for the second time in as many days because he and his ex-wife Elizabeth are dividing up everything in their estate. From dogs, to land, to the ashes of exes, to even horse semen, Pig J. Oh. Elizabeth gets the two horses, William gets all of the dogs, and the two horses of his own, and all of the horse semen <coughs> and equipment, per papers, that were obtained. Elizabeth gets a Malibu, a Versailles, and a Kentucky home, plus her family's farm in Indiana. William Shatner gets a ranch and their home in Studio City. The agreement also spelled out uh, animal visitation rights. They don't have any kids. But uh, as you are well aware, Big J, uh, it's funny to talk about horse semen, but that's very valuable stuff. Oh, yeah, especially if your horses are worth something. In the thoroughbred world, which William Shatner owns four of them, it is very valuable to sire horses in that particular world. And so that is a quite the coup. I don't know how much he has. I don't know where he keeps it. None of that stuff is any of my business. My guess is in a jar by the bed but I don't know anything about that stuff. Oh, come on, and man. And so what he does with it is probably just sell it, right? That's what you do with it. So that you can create other thoroughbreds out there. And so that's what's going to happen. And he got it. So congratulations. I guess that's a small victory. I hope William Shatner's happy. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Yeah, Pop Culture Smackdown is brought to you by Carl's Jr., It's juicy, Nick. It's cheesy. It's the new BFC Angus burger from Pride Junior. A crispy wheel of cheese on top of an Angus patty covered with boom-boom sauce to feed your happy. I need one.
0: I need it now. Are they
1: serving it now? Yeah. At
0: 830?
1: I hope so. Uh, I tell you what else you need out there, America. Tickets. 311 is coming to town Friday. That's tomorrow. Uh, along with Soul Asylum and Local H Gonna be an amazing show We'll throw tickets your way And we'll get you tickets to our free X show On uh, March 29th at the Knitting Factory With a band called The the Blue Stones We just played them a little bit ago Awesome band Can't wait to see them live in Royal Bliss uh, We've got Stone Prophet and... Abrupt edge opening up, so you just need to figure out how to beat Nick in Pop Culture SmackDown, and it might be difficult today.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay, 208 287 1003 is the number that you need for to call. you, Nick. <laughs> right. That's fine. Uh, I'm allowed, sucker. You have good days and bad days. Hello, the x Hello, good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Neil. All right, Neil, good luck.
1: Neil Heath Ledger yep. received an Oscar posthumously for what role?
0: Joker, right, Joker. That is correct.
1: Uh, Nick, this actor spent eight seasons in Nantucket as Brian Hackett on the show Wings.
0: Who played him? Gosh, I never watched that show.
1: You never watched
0: I never watched. Now, I know there's two people on Wings that you I'm got, familiar with. You got with. a 50-50 shot. I, I, I know Tony Shaloub was on Wings. Uh, that's Monk. <laughs> Maybe we got a 25% chance. The only other guy that I know is Steven Weber. Is it Steven Weber? Yes, yeah, it's Steven okay. Weber. Right. You
1: forgot about Tim Daly.
0: I forgot about Tim Daly. You're right.
1: Uh, but you got it right. Uh, I figured you would. All right. Uh, this American Idol judge and pop star just announced that she's pregnant. I mean, this is fresh pop culture.
0: Yeah. Give, him a, give him a song she sings. Maybe that might help.
1: I kissed a girl
0: and I liked it. Katie
1: Perry? There you go. Right. Katie Perry is correct. Uh, Nick, in what movie does Nicole Kidman play a ghost?
0: She plays a ghost in yeah. the movie? Uh, the Others. Yes, that's Is correct. Is that right? Yeah. Right.
1: You are on a roll, man. <laughs> Did, are you cheating right now? Are you looking at this? How can I look at your file? I don't know. At what temperature does water freeze? Well,
0: hang Thank on. You Do you want Celsius or Fahrenheit? S-
1: Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. <laughs> What did you say? 32 degrees is correct. Right. Nick, uh, Quantum of Solace is the direct sequel to which Bond movie?
0: Uh, Quantum of Solace is the direct sequel to... Uh... Uh... All that's popping in my head is Casino Royale. I know that's wrong. Uh, Quantum of Solace is the direct sequel. I'm going to say Casino Royale. That's right. Right. Another <laughs> guess. Disgusting. I'm so sorry, Neil. I really uh, am just swinging for the fence. Which, so. which
1: Beck song contains the lyric, I got two turntables and a microphone?
0: Drake song? No. No, uh, no, 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 no. Beck. Who? Beck.
1: Who? Beck. I still can't hear you. Beck! With a B, Ooh. I got two turntables and a I microphone.
0: Nope. No, nothing. No. I'm sorry, Neil. Uh, I mean oh, that was character. the gimme. Oh, no, it's a deeper cut. You know, for it. What? I mean, we like we play the song. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, here's Big J with your question.
1: Which Beck song contains the lyric "I got two turntables and a microphone"? Uh, is it where it's at? There you go. Oh. Where it's at. Uh, let's see, Nick. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and Justin Timberlake all used to be singers and presenters on what? The Mickey Mouse Club. The Mickey Mouse Club is correct. Right. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm running out of questions <laughs> here. What lead actor stars in the Mission Impossible movie series? Uh, uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is correct. Nick, in MGM Studios, what's the MGM stand for?
0: <sighs> Metro Gold. Dwayne Myers. Yes, yes. Right. And I'm out of. I'm yeah. out of questions. Yeah, we I did it. Mean, we did it together, questions. man. What's your name? Hey, yes, Shane. Shane, congratulations! Tickets to 311 Soul Asylum too bad locally for Neil. How you do? Too. Uh, are yours, oh, okay. and you have tickets to check out the Blue Stones our Free X show as well on the 29th. Hang on one second. We'll I make should sure have
1: predicted. You- <laughs> yeah, I gave you some sort of weird
0: special sauce. Yeah, what? <laughs> you heard me. Uh, we have ourselves some headlines coming up next on the X Rock. Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda Super, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It is your next stop for your newer used car adventure. Check it out. The inventory is always updated. They got the payment calculated there. Everything you need is at GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Thank you to Team Mazda Super. Thank you. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Resourceful, Peter Parker, no. And for real pervs for real pervs well as we've talked about Big J everything that is out there there will be porn about you understand everything so thinking about what's going on in current events what do you think is the highest trending most searched for porn on (laughs) Pornhub right now coronavirus XXX yes dumb coronavirus theme porn is going viral how is that
1: even a theme
0: is it just
1: rehashing old themes like doctors I don't know
0: more than 100 patience. videos from the bizarre genre has popped up in recent days, according to a report. The largely amateur outbreak videos, which include everything from horned dogs and hazmat suits to MILFs and quarantine. <laughs> oh, emerged. I'm stuck in quarantine. I'm not getting any. <laughs> Have emerged on your favorite porn sites. Viewers are hotter than a fever for the sickness-centric smut because <laughs> fear is often fetishized. One porn actor told the outlet, I I think people are attracted to the coronavirus-themed porn for the same way that people are attracted to horror movies. We're all searching for things that make us come alive, that make us feel alive. The performer, Spicy, who has already appeared in corona-themed porn, says that this thing brings some fear and mystery to pretty much everybody in the world right now. The amateur porn maker appeared in a video uh, called Body Cam Footage Investigates Deserted Coronavirus Woman which features a woman in a hospital gown and a man in a hazmat suit hooking up at Ground Zero City. Other videos uh, give new meaning to the term protection as couples strip down but keep on their masks. You know how that goes? That's another way it goes. But it's just weird, man, how, like... The Wuhan shuffle? (laughs) How instantaneous this porn stuff is and how quick we are to draw ourselves to it. It's very strange to me. I don't understand it. I don't get it probably for the best but to each their own resourceful or peter parker no peter parker no seems like somebody was starved for attention or something authorities in virginia say a driver dressed in a spider-man costume was exposing himself to women sitting at a red light the incident happened last Friday morning and police say a 44-year-old woman reported the man was dressed as Spider-Man who was in the car next to hers, made an obscene gesture to her while at a red light and then rolled down his window and exposed himself just before the light changed green and drove away. Police are now investigating. And that is not what a spider would do, you understand? Right. Going be whipping out your junk if you're dressed up as Spider-Man. It's a superhero, man. What he would Spider-Pig do? I don't know. He's Harry Porker now, don't forget. Wrap it up with resourceful. Usually thieves aren't exactly cunning, but this one's pretty clever. A man in Australia managed to steal a Versace necklace from a high-end store without ever stepping inside. He was caught on surveillance video wearing a blue sweater last month, and he spent about three hours trying to use a fishing rod to hook the $800 necklace on a mannequin after breaking a hole in a shop window. The shop owner says the man was able to chip a hole in the glass without triggering the alarm, but may have realized that the necklace he was trying to nab was costume jewelry. Police are now currently searching for the guy who did it, but it took him three hours, but he finally got that necklace, man. Now, it's an $800 necklace that's costume jewelry. If it was a real Versace, it would be upwards of $8,000, which is probably what he thought he was ganking. Yeah, but he didn't. But still, I mean, that's a commitment to the the, the gig, right? Definitely. I mean, although not much difference from real fishing—sitting somewhere for three hours and only catching one thing.
1: Yeah, but this time he's getting paid like 200 bucks an
0: hour. It's true. It's very true. Morning after with Nicky Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. On the way. Vegetarians on the prowl, and of course we have your bad impressions. It's next to the X Rocks. <coughs> Pearl Jam, Super Blood Wolf Moon here on 100.3. The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose, Big J, things are being done and people are upset about it, aren't they? I mean, I don't know how much more this is uh, we can expect here
1: in the future, <laughs> but uh, it's a little crazy. This happened, uh, particular thing happened in California, and a, you know, uh, on Facebook, there's those groups, neighborhood groups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I am a part of one, and, and I, I, bet you I don't ever say anything.
0: But I just a lurker. To. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, but this is what was uh, thrown on there by this particular uh, person. As a vegan runner, it's always hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up and folks start opening their windows. Oh. Several nights a week, I'm out running in about dinner time. And when people have their windows open, I can smell what they're cooking. I've noticed a sharp uptick recently in smells of folks cooking meat. And it can be quite overpowering. Quite honestly, the odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its hashtag plant-based neighbors by closing their windows if they're cooking meat and only putting vegetables on their barbecue. I don't want to be a stereotype, so I won't go into detail on why the odor of cooking animals is offensive, but I encourage you to do your research and join the movement. This did not go as planned. (laughs) No kidding. Um, One of the comments is, I don't want to be a stereotype. At the end of a multi-paragraph whine about how hard it is being vegan, this is performance art. <laughs> and quite honestly, odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its plant-based neighbors by closing their windows if they're cooking meat and only putting vegetables... Oh, that's a... Uh, never mind. Sorry, that wasn't one of the comments. That was the actual part of the... <laughs>
0: You, it went was, back, it was, you went back and read the statement. Yeah, the yeah, state?
1: sorry. As a carnivore barbecue chef, it's always hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up and vegan runners start running by my windows.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, uh, here's the uh, the tale of two people because uh, I literally went in the, in the outside yesterday and my neighbors were cooking up something real. I was like, that smells delicious. I need to get the grill back, fired up. Yeah. At that time, it needs to happen. Uh, because I think it's a delicious smell, but I guess that's that's again to each their own.
1: Now, as these plant-based, you know, there's a couple different routes. People there are people that go plant-based because uh, they want to be healthy, mm-hmm. and then the, the, those who go plant-based because of the of the animal situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they consider it, you know, um, immoral, and and I, I get where they're coming from. But it's, this is becoming more and more common, more and more people are doing this, and you're going to have this more and more where at some point, I don't know, I mean, uh, we'll have to see what the future holds as far as that is concerned, but there's going to be some, uh, some real arguments that come out of this because, you know, I mean, what right do you have to tell me not to cook something and invade your space? But you could have said the same thing 10 years ago about somebody smoking a cigarette outside.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know? I mean, you know, and, and, and there are certainly some smells that come out of our kitchen that we complain about as well <laughs> in here. Uh, there's some interesting things that get heated yeah, up. Yeah, Fermento
1: from- <laughs> over there does some weird <laughs> stuff, and I told them, and I'm not afraid. I'm like, listen, some of the stuff that you warm up in this microwave, it smells delicious, but I'm like, some of the stuff smells god-awful, yeah. and I want to throw up.
0: Right, right, so really, it's not any different than, than this young lady. Uh, that was upset about the meat. It's just you saying it in a different way. Yeah. Uh, and and here's here's the thing. You know, you don't have to eat it. You don't have to do it. I don't mind anybody believing in whatever they want to believe in. What I mind is when they start pushing it their agenda onto me. Well, that you meat know, is. to them it's a movement and it's evil. Yeah, I know. But keep your movements where they belong in the turtle right? Yeah. Well, I don't have as many because I eat meat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J lodged in there somewhere. <laughs> we got some bad impressions. That's happening next on the
1: X-Rod. With Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we got some tickets for you. Uh, 311 is coming tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Uh, with them is Local H and Soul Asylum. You'll get to see that show. Uh, we'll also get you tickets for a free X show, which is March 29th, at the Dating Factory with the Blue Stone. So you just need to uh, figure out bad impressions here today. And boom, these tickets... Can be yours.
0: 208-287-1003 is the phone number. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has got three clues. They revolve around somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is. And you've got not one, but two shows you're going to. One tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Tom. All right, Tom. Good luck. I just started in the movie The Gentleman, and the lion likes to
1: eat. Hmm. Next. All right, all right, all right. Oh, 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 uh, my time
0: Yeah. That's right. That's right. Last name would be good enough for us, man. Matthew McConaughey. Good job, brother. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those 311 tickets and those tickets to our free X show as well. What was Clue 3 just for fun? Uh, I won the Oscar for leading role in the Dallas Buyers Club. It's true. He did.
1: Why is Matthew McConaughey in the news? He, uh, I don't know why he ended up at this, but uh, History has a series uh, called History Talks that they're doing in New York. And it's, uh, it's a huge thing with all kinds of keynote speakers, panelists from all walks of life. And the all- History Channel? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's very interesting. But uh, he was giving a, uh, a speech there. He's one of the panelists. And uh, he was talking about how he would love to have eight more kids if he could. He has three kids, but that's not something his wife necessarily would be a fan of because she's the one that ends up having to do all the work.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: Uh, and so uh, he was talking about being a father and how uh, being... Being, having the family is, is a part of his legacy and something that he's always dreamed of as a, as a kid, which is really, really cool. He says, I remember at eight years old, it's really the only thing I ever knew I wanted to be was a dad. I've got a large hand in shepherding my three children up until they're 18 and out of the house. <laughs> Good luck. That's the thing I think I do mostly honorably is having three autonomous, conscientious, confident children. And uh, then he made a joke that Friday night is no curfew night. He said, it's pizza night. It's a movie night. It's all the kids can sleep with mama and papa night.
0: Well, did the History Channel bring him to New York to talk about his kids?
1: Uh, about family and, oh. and being a father. And I think how you worked that around with being a uh, hugely and, famous, successful yes, actors. Yes.
0: And the answer is you let your wife all do the work.
1: I, I think the work part was uh,
0: the pregnancy, Nick. Gotcha. Not oh, the actual raising of the kids. I well, I mean, he is gone for months at a time doing movies. Too. We don't we don't know anything about their personal life. No, no, but I mean, movies do take months to shoot. Sure, but he's super rich, so you can probably move the whole family with him if sure, you want to. Or, or hire a nanny to raise your kids, too. That's also a thing. But either way, awesome. What are the other things they're talking about up there in New York City with History Talk?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, you've got uh, Ted Koppel, Trevor Noah, Nancy Gibbs, and Dan Abrams. They're talking about... Uh, the presidency, and it looks like here you've got former President Bill Clinton, former President George W., and they're talking about uh, things as well. All right. Things. <laughs> I mean, I'm not reading all about it. <laughs> nice, man. Well, good. It's something to do if you're in New York City, I suppose. No, it's not. It's over. Morning it after happened yesterday
0: <laughs> with Nick and Big J. Uh, there's your there bad There was nothing impression- else to do for bad impressions, okay? Well, we'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> Theory of a Dead Man history of violence here on the morning after with Nick and Big J wrapping up the show on this fifth day of March two thousand and twenty. That's it, man. What do you think, Big J? How was the show today?
1: Yeah, good, good. Yeah, Despite man. uh the uh the stuff going on around us. Yeah, I engineers mean engineers in here.
0: Chaos, right? Chaos? Well, chaos. Spelled phonetically, you're pronounced phonetically. Yeah. Chaos. That's what we were surrounded by. But what do we do when other things happen around us, Big J? Ignore them and adapt and overcome, Yeah, we right? talked to Kathleen Madigan. That's right. Thanks, Kathleen, for being on the show. Make sure you see her the 12th of March at the Knitting Factory Concert House. You she will not be sorry. Very funny. Very funny lady. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, we also had a chance to learn a little bit about Nerd Alert. Thanks to Big J, all of his uh, research that was done in that particular side of things, which is good. And we learned that it's never a good idea to go to somebody's house if you need a dentist. It's just not the way that works, man. Yeah. I mean, at least have some sort of dental stuff there. Maybe somebody practices out of their house. I
1: would be, even then. I'm like, yeah, you're practicing out of your house. I'm going to go over here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go to an office, right? Go to a real dentist. Where I think things are cleaned, and and I'm not, you know, getting a root canal in the same room that you make burritos. It seems like it's a bit off from where it should be. But uh, these are lessons that people have not learned, and now they have the hard way. Reminder, you can go check out GoTeamSaveMoney.com for your next new or used car adventure. They have everything you need there from Team Mazda Subaru. Tomorrow on the show, last chance tickets at 311 and Soul Asylum and Local H for you for the Rev Center show tomorrow night. Plus, we will also get a little bit of a life lesson from Big J. Next set of X-Rock brought to you at Taco Time. Taco Time is now hiring in its not your average career. Learn more and apply online at TacoTime.com. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah,
1: very exciting news here is that uh, around next September, available for you to purchase, Nick, is the Mandalorian's Razor Crest Lego set. What is a Razor cl- Crest? The Razor Crest? Are you ship? kidding me? Is that
0: a ship? Yes. I don't know. I don't know what they called it. I can't remember
1: that's what they called it. Mentioned it several times no, throughout the that. show. Uh, yeah, so that will be uh, a Lego set. It will include the Mandalorian. It will include a Stormtrooper IG-11, the child, quote, unquote, Baby Yoda. We yeah. all know that. And then uh, the uh, the other guy. I can't remember his name. Krieg. The other guy? Well, the guy that helped him—that was uh, Nick, well, Nick. Oh, Nolte's Nick Nolte. Voice. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so,
0: and it's going to set you back 129 bucks. God, Legos, man! I mean, honest to God, Can you remember when we were kids when they were like three dollars? Yeah, but then they were cool. <laughs> That's right. You had to build there your was, own. There was nothing. There were you no know, kits. You yeah. had to just come up with stuff. Uh, it's next September, though.
1: Or this yeah. September.
0: Oh, this September. Okay, okay. But that would also be the next September we have. <laughs> that is correct. I cannot. I cannot fight that logic. So start saving now. You're going to need it if you want to grab that Lego set, and it'll probably sell out pretty quick, too. Jason Drew, sick and all, coming in next. Going to get us all sick, and we're going to have some good times. But uh, we will see you tomorrow. It is the x rocks